So I've got to ask, what happens if the patient needs to sneeze or scratch their nose? Sure. So sometimes that happens. And generally everything we're doing in the operative field is sterile. So if you have to itch something, use the other hand. <laughs> and if you're going to sneeze, give us a heads up so we can pause for a second and probably turn the other way. Are you ready for wide awake hand surgery? This is Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. And today, Josh Jarman asks Dr. Derek Bernstein to explain how wide awake hand surgery is just like going to the dentist. You will also learn why being awake for hand surgery typically results in better outcomes and how it can save the patient money. Is it all business in the room when they're awake or do you guys kind of carry on a conversation? You know, I think you have to tailor it to the patient. There's some patients who would rather just lay there, not watch, kind of just be silent and get that it over with. Yeah. And for those patients, you know, we can just either pick some music. I have Spotify so they can pick the channel. Some people are more engaged and they want to talk about things, ask questions. Some people want to see and that's okay to do too. So just depends on the patient. So when you're talking to patients about hand surgery, I'm sure some have never heard about wide awake hand surgery. Are they hesitant to agree to it? You know, I'm actually surprised at the number of patients that are good with it, but there are definitely those that have some concerns. And for those people, I try and just let them know that essentially what they feel is an initial needle stick to numb up the finger mm -hmm. or the area on the hand. And after that, they shouldn't have any discomfort or pain. It's not too dissimilar to going to a dentist's office, actually, where you get numbed up before a procedure. And that generally puts people at ease. So walk me through the process. Where do you do the surgeries? Sure. So oftentimes we'll do this actually in the clinic setting. We have a procedure room that we can do a number of procedures in. It can also be done in the operating room if there's somebody who has a reason to not go to sleep. So it's pretty flexible. So you mentioned it's like going to the dentist's office. Tell me more about that. Sure. So, you know, if you go to the dentist's office and you need to have a procedure done, oftentimes you lay down in the chair somebody comes in and you get a couple of shots of lidocaine and that numbs you up and then allows you to do the procedure. There's some sort of TV or entertainment to kind of take your right. mind off of things. And this isn't that dissimilar. You come into the office, we start out and go over the procedure again, answer any questions, and then comes the numbing medication. We numb up the finger, wherever that is going to be, or on the back of the hand. And then we give it a couple of minutes for it to work its magic. It's a combination of lidocaine and then epinephrine which is adrenaline, and that actually helps us to have a essentially bloodless field. And so while that's sitting there, oftentimes we tell people bring a book or something to entertain yourself. Then you go back to the procedure room, you're laying down, there's music or something going on, you're completely numb. So it is kind of like dentistry, but now for the hand. Just without dental floss at the end. That is correct. What are the different types of hand surgery you can do while the patient's awake? Sure. So there's a wide variety. A lot of it is removing masses that can develop on the hands or fingers. There's also a fair amount of tendon work that can be done, whether that's for tendonitis, trigger fingers where the fingers are catching or clicking. And even in some cases, traumatic injuries, like if somebody cut their finger and cut a tendon, we can repair that at the time. Wow. So are there any advantages to wide awake surgery versus traditional? There's a number of advantages, um, some that are actually beneficial for you from a medical standpoint and some financial as well. From a medical standpoint, you don't have to have general anesthesia. You don't go to sleep. And additionally, we don't use a tourniquet. 
so you're not as groggy after surgery. You don't have to recover from the anesthesia. And additionally, the tourniquet, which can be up for a prolonged period of time in a normal surgery, since it's not there, you don't have pain from tourniquets afterward, which is pretty significant. Additionally, the financial aspect of it is not insignificant too because you avoid the cost of an anesthesiologist and sometimes a procedure fee as well. And so in a lot of ways, this can actually make for a more cost-effective delivery of medicine. Does the patient need to fast ahead of time? They actually don't. So you can come in, since it's going to be wide awake, you don't have those risks of anesthesia. You could have lunch or breakfast right before you come in. And actually, since you're not waking up and groggy, you can even drive yourself home afterward. Wow. Go finish the rest of your errands that day, right? Exactly. So in addition to just picking the music, is it helpful to be able to have a conversation with the patient during the procedure? Definitely. So, I mean, for one, it's just enjoyable to talk with patients, but there's actually feedback that the patient gives that's sometimes critically important to the procedure. So for the example of a trigger finger, which can easily be done in the office, we ask them to flex and extend the finger afterward and make sure that they have a full range of motion that it's no longer catching. I ask that patient, do they feel any catching left? If they do, we know that it's not completely released and we have to keep going. And it's not until they feel that there's no more catching that we're totally done with the procedure. So you can fix it right in the middle of the procedure. Exactly. And so that patient feedback is critical. Wow. Very cool. Are there any risks to the procedure? What if somebody gets nervous in the middle of it? Sure, so people can definitely get nervous, both from the procedure itself, and like I said earlier, we use lidocaine with epinephrine for our numbing agent and to keep you from bleeding. And the epinephrine is adrenaline, so it can feel like you've had a uh, cup of coffee that you just chugged. And so for those people, that mixed with a little anxiety can be a little bit problematic. Generally, for those kinds of things, we just recommend that people kind of lay down, some deep breathing. I mentioned that I have Spotify, and so we can turn on Enya or some calming, soothing music for you. And then oftentimes I'll just start talking to the patient. If we can just have a normal conversation about what they did that weekend or something like that, it puts them at ease, distracts them enough where it's not a problem. So even in nervous patients, we've never had to stop a procedure. We've always been able to finish everything. And afterward, they generally say that wasn't as bad as they thought. I'm sure. Better than the dentist, at least. Definitely. When do you know it's time to see a hand surgeon versus maybe going to a physical therapist? Sure. So I think if you have any sort of hand or upper extremity issue that is affecting you on a daily basis and preventing you from doing the things that you want to do, I think it's always good to get consultation from a hand surgeon. A lot of the things that we do are actually non-operative, and so we can kind of be the uh, captain of the ship that either prescribes therapy or braces, injections, other kinds of things. And then also with the patient, we can decide when surgery may be right for that patient. And so I'd always say, come to see us first and we can definitely get you to therapy if need be. In some ways, hand surgery actually sounds better than going to the dentist. If you or a loved one is struggling with hand pain, you can learn more at Novant Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate, review us, and subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.